There have been several saintly people in our tradition who have rightly described the Mass as heaven on earth. The architecture of the church, the music, the prayers, the sacrifice and the gestures and things that we do at Mass are all meant to nourish our faith that points to the powerful presence of God and what God is doing at every single Mass. It is here as we gather that we enter the Holy of Holies, the divine atmosphere of God and the life of heaven. And we immerse ourselves in the mysteries that are here celebrated, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and so when a person opens their heart to God's presence and action in every Mass, as a person participates fully in the Mass, it will always bring about an ongoing transformation and conversion. It'll help our heart to become more like the heart of God. It'll help our life to reflect more the life of heaven. And one moment in the Mass where this is beautifully exemplified is in the part of the Mass that we are going to reflect on today, which is called the Prayers of the Faithful. The Prayers of the Faithful. When we get up and ready ourselves to come to Mass, how often are we aware that we are coming here to exercise a priestly service? We not only gather as God's family, as God's children, but let's remember what happened in our baptism. When the oil was put on our forehead, Remember the prayer of the priest or the deacon. As Christ was anointed priest, prophet, and king, so may you live as a member of his body. Those baptismal garments were priestly garments. And we are to share in the priestly ministry of Christ. And we do this primarily in two ways at the Mass. As God's priestly people, we offer sacrifice. Together with the priest, we offer the sacrifice of Jesus Christ to God the Father in the spirit. But before we do that, 
We exercise this priestly role by offering intercessions. This is why, as I've said before, we never come to Mass as spectators. We come to Mass to participate. And as I said, to exercise this priestly service. And so at the moment of the prayers of the faithful, we join ourselves to Jesus Christ, to his very heart, which is a heart of intercession. And our hearts become in sync with the heart of God who desires the good and salvation of all people. And so we pray for the church. We pray for the Pope and all the bishops. We pray for the renewal of the church. We pray for the spread of the gospel. And we pray that the values of the gospel will permeate the world and our culture, especially, for example, with regard to the respect for all human life. We pray for vocations. We pray for the healing and the strengthening of marriages. We pray for our country and that of other nations. We pray for our world leaders and especially the leaders of America. Rather than just be mad at them, we pray for them and we pray for many other needs. This is the grace of this moment at Mass which converts our heart to the heart of God and how contrary this moment is to what we are seeing more and more in our culture. As Pope Francis has often said, what we are witnessing in the culture is a culture of indifference, where there is a growing sense of isolation and alienation from one another, a diminishment of authentic care for one another and our neighbor. We're seeing this more and more. But at the prayers of the faithful, when we open our hearts to this moment, it is the conversion away from this indifference, away from alienation and isolation. And our heart is burst open and enlarged to become as large as the heart of God. Our circle of love and concern and compassion becomes as large as God's heart of concern. A beautiful example of this is in the life of Saint Therese of Lisieux. As you know, she was a Carmelite nun that lived in a cloistered convent, probably about the size of this church. And even though she lived her life as a nun within a very limited physical space, when you read her letters 
and her autobiography, she brought into those walls of the convent and into her heart the whole world and the entire church. She was continually exercising this priestly office of intercession and praying for the world and the church. And we never know the fruit of these prayers that we offer together. Remember all the, all the years that the church was praying for the end of communism? And we should still pray for this, by the way. And when St. John Paul II was pope, he promoted this even more. And look at the fruit of the prayers of the church in certain parts of the world, like Germany and Poland, as we saw the walls of communism crumbling and tumbling down. It is so important that we take this part of the Mass very seriously. We acknowledge by these prayers that there is a part that only God can play. For we know that the work of salvation and the true good of all people is first and foremost the work of God. But we also have a part. We are to pray, to ask, to knock, and to bring these petitions before the Lord. And then in the symbols of bread and wine, we bring our personal needs and all the needs that we have offered and we bring them to the altar so that everything that we have prayed for is immersed in the Paschal mystery, brought into contact with the power of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, we are now going to, together, after the creed, we are going to exercise this baptismal grace. We are going to perform this priestly service that belongs to us, the priestly people of God. And we are going to transform this culture of indifference to a culture of genuine love, compassion, and concern. Amen.